Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Dr. Dorinda and Sean and Mindy, Dean, family, friends, grandkids, great-grandkids, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, when things get really bad, so much of what we say in this arena sounds like excuses. Everybody wants to know why. Why this horrible disease? Where is God when these things happen? Because nobody, nobody can find a loving God doing this kind of thing. We try to find deeper reasons, but most of the time we kind of just end up speaking in cliches. And so deep down it all feels hollow. It feels like an excuse because we're trying to feel better about something that nobody should ever feel good about. We don't really know what to say to this whole thing, but we know that ALS is horrible. So when we found out that it was not just a stroke, I started to visit Randy a lot more. And we talked a lot. And we shared stories about you, about tractors, about softball, the strength that he displayed, the dignity that he maintained, the way that he found so much good in each and every one of you. It was always impressive. But my very favorite thing in the whole world was to visit Randy and just hear him say, wow. Because I didn't go there just to share stories. Randy had ALS, and so God owed him some answers. We talked religion. He had questions. And so we turned to God and his word for answers. It got to be a pattern some of us had trouble letting go of. But over and over and over, there was a sense of genuine wonder to God and his word and his promise. And so as he endured and as he struggled some days in strength and some days in weakness over and over again, he fell back on the promises that God would make him. And he had courage, not just to face this disease, but to ask the real questions, the hard questions, the why questions, the where is God questions, and the what happens next questions. And we found answers, because God really does speak them. We even found peace, and he found strength to face this disease in hope. A strength not demonstrated in body, but in spirit. It was a strength that would not let go of hope, and you saw it in countless ways. You could say that it was just Elvis' eight tracks of gospel songs, but the reason that I have so much respect for this man isn't just for what he endured, but it was the way that he hung on. It was that he dared to ask for more than a platitude or a cliche. It was the way that he received God's promises and sacraments and held fast to them and even dared to find true and genuine wonder in the middle of everything that was going on. 
There was something here, not just an excuse, but something to be reveled in and stood in awe of. So that in the very midst of all of the awful things that he suffered, we could look to God's promises in a way that he would actually say, wow. And he would kind of sit back and he would take kind of a deep breath. That was my favorite thing. Because it wasn't just that we should all think Jesus stuff is really cool. It was that God would even be found here, in this valley of the shadow of death, even now, in the very darkest of days. What should we say to these things? Paul's not kidding around. Where was God? He says nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not just that God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Not just that God opens a window and he closes a door. Not just any of the cliches that we throw around at each other that aren't in his promise and don't really mean as much as we wish to God that they did. He says nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord because God is not on the other side of these things. God is not sitting up in heaven waiting for us to reach our way up there and pull ourselves up. God reaches down from heaven that he would not be on the other side of them but with us in the very middle of them. What shall we say to these things? God is with us, even here and even now. God is in the pit, in the darkest days, in the valley of the shadow of death. And this is where we cast aside all fear. God would not stay in heaven, but would reach his hand down to pick him up in the very worst of his days. It was for Randy, and it was for you, and it was for me. For our God could not stay in heaven. He took upon himself human flesh and human blood. He was clothed in our weaknesses, and he came down from heaven to bear our burdens, our sins, and our death upon the cross. We named him Jesus, for he would save his people from their sins. We named him Emmanuel, for he would not be the God who is far away, but the God who is with us. The God who is with us now. Not when we finally suffer enough, but the God who is with us this whole time to carry us and to shelter us and to help us and to save us. This is the kind of God that we have. He reached down to save Randy, even as he gave his life for him upon the cross. For Christ was crucified and died to save Randy. Save him thousands of years before Randy could ever lift his eyes to heaven and say, Lord help, our Lord answer. God does not wait. He just helps. God is not the God who won't get his hands dirty. God is not the God who is afraid of this kind of thing. He is the God who joins us in the very middle of it, in the darkest and most awful ways. And he carries us through unto life. For even as Christ was crucified for us, he is risen from the dead. He is risen indeed, alleluia. Christ has conquered death. Christ has conquered disease. Christ has conquered all of it. He is risen from the dead. Death cannot bind him anymore. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Not even death. Not even ALS. This is where God would be. He has borne our griefs. He has carried our sorrows. He has borne this disease in all of its misery. And by the wounds of Jesus, Randy is healed. Healed of this disease. Joined to Jesus in the very resurrection from the dead. Free from the bonds of sin and age and illness and even death itself. For just as Christ is risen, we will rise. Just as the waters of baptism tie us into his death, they unite us into the victory that death itself cannot take from us. Christ has conquered it. He has united Randy to his side. And so Randy is in heaven. Free from the pains of this world. Randy is in heaven with every last tear wiped from his eye. Randy is in heaven, resting from all of his labors by the very same God who would not wait for him, but reach down to pull him up. This is the kind of God that we have, the God who would free us from all of these awful things by joining us in the pit. 
So what do we say to these things? We would say that even these cannot take us from Christ. For he came to be with us, that we would be with him evermore. We will say that Randy is in heaven because Christ is risen from the dead. We will say that we will see him again in the resurrection. But Christ says that's too long to wait. He's in heaven. He's okay. He's great. But we're here because we're not. What do we say to these things? Christ says it's too long to wait until the last day. So we will say more. We will say that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Not he gives it. He is it. He is the resurrection so that all who would wait for it would find it not someday far off, but here and now in the very same Jesus that would be with Randy, for he is with you too. The resurrection and the life are not faraway promises dangled to people desperate for help. The resurrection and the life are the very same Jesus who made his home with sinners, who made his home with those suffering, who made his home with Randy and makes his home with you. The resurrection and the life are not far away, but they are in the very same God who reaches down to you to help and to save and to comfort now that we might too cast our burdens upon the Lord who has promised to carry them so that all who wait for the resurrection of the Lord, wait for the unity of all of the saints who have gone before us into heaven, wait for the comfort that we are so desperate for, we would not have to wait. For God is not far but even now and even here he joins us in word and in sacrament. Even now and even here he joins us in body and blood that we might kneel beside all of those who are in heaven, shoulder to shoulder in the victory over death, shoulder to shoulder with angels and archangels who would dare to sing out the victory in the darkest of days, for Christ will not be far from them. He will carry us through them unto life. I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus says, Randy is not just okay. He is not just healed. He is even close to you, even here and even now, for he is with Christ and Christ is with you. The very same Christ who is with Randy through all of this to bear him unto life is with you now for peace, for hope, and for boldness to find wonder even here and even now, that we might look to the risen Lord, that we might see his pierced hands inside, and that we might know Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Wow. Amen.